from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what sound what? it's time for huh? the show What's places happening? places and ready go right. make the words fly off of the page stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage stage right Please show me the way Stay Come right. on, girl, let's play. Stay right. Yay. We just went, man. Right, we talked we... about auditioning or a video. Oh, first day of rehearsal. Because we dove right into character uh-huh. development. That was really fun. Do, if you don't have anything more to add, I will mm-hmm. now shift gears. Please move on. So For... a little antidote. Please. So I remember from the last time we you were telling me about Mama Mia, what to expect. You, mm-hmm. you, you may sit down and do a read-through. Yes, and then it didn't happen, and no, I felt we, like we a sang, doofus. No, we sat down and did One Million Harmonies, and I was terrified. Uh-huh. <laughs> Instead, uh, this time, so I thought, expect a read-through, since Morgan thought that last time. And that's what we did. Oh, so, good. So I had gone through the play, make sure I was familiar with stuff so I could try to read the part and know what who my character was and understand what they're trying to do in each mm-hmm. scene. Good, um, good. So what I learned at the uh at the read through is that all the other characters in this play are, are kind of normal <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, there there are some Miss, mrs bumbrick is hilarious She's funny. i cannot wait for you to see the actor david who plays uh her he he does a fantastic job That's a fun as, part. as does everyone there's such a talented uh Ooh, cast so once again i walk in this room and they all start talking i think oh goodness they're they're so talented <laughs> Imposter syndrome, and right? Don't be intimidated. This is me slapping my face. She's slapping herself again, people. She is over here slapping herself. No, sorry, I was. I went back to that dark place. <laughs> I mean, please don't go there. You're better than that now. But okay. but I get it. I understand the, the so, urge. And she so was just thinking, oh man, these people are so good. Mm-hmm. And we go mm-hmm. through, and they're reading their parts like normal people because that's who they play. My character. In the in the script part, it actually says theatrical, and I forget what the other <laughs> one is. It's just like over the top, basically. Uh-huh. So that's. 100% what I did. Oh, and yes. And I, I distinctly remember having a moment where I'm, just, I've, I've been yelling all my lines. When it's in all caps, I just yell louder. <laughs> or, or like yelling, just like being really loud and, but there's and a over lot of the top. stuff in all caps. Yeah. And just bringing just a ton of energy. <laughs> and I don't know how well you know Ryan, but what I know from Ryan, our, our director, is he's the kind of person who corrects you when you do something wrong or that mm-hmm. he doesn't like. And mm-hmm. he's not just gonna be like, Hey, great job. Just keep doing what you're doing. He won't let and you. and I, I don't need that. It's just one of those things that it's really quiet. So I'm sitting there thinking, I sure hope this is what we had in mind for this. <laughs> he's not saying anything. <laughs> and, and you don't know any of the people in the room yet. So, so I'm just sitting there. I wonder if they think I'm crazy. Cause sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes it's like, you don't, they're not saying anything because they've no one, given up hope. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your mind goes On there. On day one. Or, you know, we're all sitting there. And so, like, I don't really remember if people were laughing at the parts that were supposed to be funny or not. Right. But it's, you know, people don't know each other that well yet. So maybe you, like, kind of giggle inside, but you're not rolling on the floor. So I was just, I was like, you know, I am committing 100% to the choices I've made for this character. Sure. <laughs> it, is, it is too late to turn the ship around. Ryan will correct it later. If it's yeah, not. it's but a first read through. It was just really, really funny because just. A quiet room of me acting a fool. No one was crickets. No one was laughing. Well, that is one thing I try and say to my actors before a first read through. And I may have said this last season. Like the first read through is the only time there's no expectations. Yes. Just be whatever you want to be. And for some reason, I had gone down one of those internet rabbit holes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you find yourself reading something, you think, "How did I get here?" Reddit. Why? Why am I? Anyone? Why am I reading this? Right. How? Did, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. I was on some Disney Channel's Twitter page, <laughs> like some Disney Channel stars Twitter page. I don't know. I don't remember this kid's name. I don't know what he played. I don't know if he's a current or former Disney star. Why were you doing? I that? don't know. I don't even have Twitter. I know. I, I was gonna this? say you're not 
social media at but all. I don't know. I, I remember not how oh I got there. Gosh. But I do remember the wise piece of advice I read. Because some, okay. some person had tweeted him advice for auditions or something. And he, okay. res- and he responded, um, make choices and stick to them. Mm-hmm. The casting director will like you or they won't. But, you know, walk out of there feeling like you, you did do you. Do something. Yeah, that you did you. So I was like, you know, I made these choices mm-hmm. and I'm going to stick to them. Thank you. Thank you, Disney Channel star Twitter yeah, page. don't apologize. Thank you for that tweet. Hey, maybe you should get a Twitter. It sounds <laughs> like you I found, you yeah. found some positivity yeah. there. That's and good. I'm glad about that. It's, it's good life advice. So you know, see, I'm proud of be you. Be who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. So you, you failed big, as we like to say. Yes, yes. Yes, I did. In the first read through. Yes. Failed? I didn't say I failed. Well, you succeeded. Fault. You played I big. I tried to fail big. You played big. <laughs> you played big. I was like, who told you I failed, Margaret? Who said that? No one. Where would you hear that? The rumors going no, out? No one said. <laughs> no one said anything. Um, just give me a hard time. So first read through was a success. Yeah, it, it was really fun. Uh, also, it's, it really is a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. So you get to the end, I'm like, it's a beautiful I, play. I feel emotions. Mm-hmm. This, this is fun. It's very well written. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it was like uh, was it all? It was on Broadway. Am I wrong? I think it debuted 2012 from mm-hmm. my googling of the show. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So it was on Broadway for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's a show, honestly, that I would love to direct. It's on my bucket list of shows to direct oh, someday. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see it. It's something you can do with a really, really minimal set. And like, like you said, really mm-hmm. be organic with your actors and yeah. playing all the parts. You, um, you had the first read through and mm-hmm. you've been in rehearsals for how long now? Oh, I need to go look at the calendar again. It's been multi- many weeks. Two to three weeks, probably. We started on... Let's see. It looks like August 10th, so that'd mm-hmm. be one, two. Oh, wow. It's been about one. six weeks. No, I'm sorry. It's We're still in that's August. Just, that's just two weeks. It's been two it? weeks. Huh. huh. Look at that. As we know. Wait, no. Sorry. August 4th. Three oh, weeks. Okay. Three so, weeks. But as we know when you're in a show, it feels like a vortex. You feel like you've been in there forever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember life before. This. It's like, well, yeah. what was life before yeah. Peter and the Starcatcher? So what are you finding? What are you discovering? Oh, this show is done in a thrust. <gasps> which we talked about. Uh, so I have obviously never done this before. Mamma Mia was just people in front. What's that one called? Proscenium. Proscenium. Mm-hmm. And all the times I've done improv, it is that way also. Well, so, audience on one side. Yeah, yeah. So what I am struggling with is I've been conditioned to feel fear when an audience member can see my back. Mm-hmm. I know that is not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But in a thrust, it is unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Ryan talks about the X's, mm-hmm. the paths from one exit to the other, and mm-hmm. playing the X so most people mm-hmm. can see you at any given point. Mm-hmm. What I struggle with is during my monologues, where I talk forever. And it's to a character, but there are times where Ryan's, you know, turn up to the audience. You know, like, like yep. it's, it's okay to talk to them. Yep. And I asked, do you want me to make eye contact with him? He said, mm-hmm. he said, eh. Probably not because, you know, some people don't come to be interactive and it's unsettling for some audience members. So, uh, mm. so there are no people sitting there right now. Um, but there will be. But there will be. Uh, it'll probably happen at some point. It's, it's my personal it's goal. To. It's my personal goal that if there's a small child in the audience in the front row, I will make them cry. I'm a scary please, villain. Please do. Don't put your child in the front don't, row that's if your they own can't fault. handle the heat. Yeah. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. That she's you heard it here, folks. Yes. I okay, I have several things to say about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you want me to if you want to keep going or if you No, won't. go for okay. it. Okay. So yeah. Oh, I will say the one thing that 
uh, shout out Avery, my new friend from Starcatcher. She was telling me advice she's been given about, pers- uh, not that one, uh, Thrust, mm-hmm. is that you have to think of each section of the audience as you give them all gifts, but the gifts are different. Yep. So I give a gift to one side, and so they have a unique experience, and I go give a gift to someone else, and it's okay because they're waiting on their next gift. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep moving and keep giving gifts, everyone's happy. She, I love that, and I'm going to totally steal it. <laughs> as you should. Um. Because that leads into what I was going to say about a thrust yeah. is that um, you kind of have to reframe how you feel about everything, really stagecraft yeah. wise. I will also say that a thrust is my favorite type to stage in. Both my undergrad and grad school uh, stages were thrust, and nice. so it's kind of what I was raised and trained on. And to me, I love it the most because the audience is. It's so much more intimate. Yeah. Even in a big thrust space. Like I went to school at the University of Evansville and our main stage was at like over, over 200 seat thrust, but it still felt so intimate because the audience is right there. Yeah. 200 divided by three. That's how many rows back. Yeah. Exactly. And so it can, and then also you add to the fact that in a thrust, so in a thrust configuration, the audience is on three sides Mm -hmm. and you also add in then the fact that the audience can watch each other watching the show. Yes. And so like it really um, adds to just the whole energy of the room. And I just, I love it super much. I know that's not even a real term, but I just do. So it is and now. it's super much. Um, the thing about it is as Ryan was telling you, there are rules and I have some pretty uh, simple rules that I typically talk to my students about when we're staging a thrust, you have to stick to the rules. And the cool thing is that if you can stick to the rules, thrust is actually so much, it gives you so much more freedom than a person. Tell me the rules. Okay. So he talked to you about, um, one of the biggest ones when he talked about the X's, Mm -hmm. which is that diagonals are your best friend and they're the best kind of lines. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you, if the thrust is in, uh, 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 the audience is on three sides, you don't ever want to play. And I'm going to do my best to talk about this on a podcast without, I'm like using my hands and drawing <laughs> and it's going to be hard for you guys to understand. But basically you don't, when you're in a proscenium, you're, you're standing beside a person and you're like opened up cheating out Yeah. in a thrust you can be on one corner and they're on the diagonal facing you. And it's okay if your back is facing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard for a lot a lot of people to get at first, yes. but it's it feels so wrong. But think about it this way: if you're in the down, let's say you're in the downstage left corner, facing up, mm-hmm. who can see you? Can exactly. the can the state house can the sorry the the crowd on the stage left side of the stage see you? We said a lot of rights and lefts and ups. I'm and sorry. Lefts. I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are standing downstage, downstage. left corner, facing yeah. upstage. Okay. You see where I'm Uh saying? You're facing upstage. So who can see your face if you're facing that way? The people on the sides, kind of furthest to the back of Mm -hmm. the stage. It actually is even more than that. If you're facing on a diagonal, all sides can see you. All sides can see you, but it just feels so wrong. It just feels so wrong to have your back facing a corner, but, but it's powerful. So that leads into the next. And whoever I'm talking to, they see their face. Correct. Exactly. And that's what your friend Avery was talking about with the gifts. Mm. They may see your back, but they can see 
everything she's taken in. Yeah. Right? So that's rule number one is diagonals. Number two, it leads into uh, the next thing, which is your PowerPoints. So in a thrust, he's right. You have these points on the stage where everyone can see you. Those are your downstage corners, mm-hmm. your upstage corners, mm-hmm. so the four the four corners, and then upstage center, mm-hmm. not center stage. Because think about it, if you're center yeah. stage, you're cutting out portions of the, the people audience. on the yeah. sides, mm-hmm. right? So upstage center, so you have five kind of PowerPoints, um, and so those are magical places. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in a PowerPoint and you can't be seen. Yeah. That leads to my next point about a thrust, which is the two thirds rule. Yeah. The two thirds rule applies for both the actor and the audience. Okay. It applies for the actor in that if you can see about two thirds of the audience, they can see you. It you're good. Okay. And for the audience, um, the audience, they want to be able to see roughly two thirds of the actor's faces on stage. Oh yeah. And if okay. they can't, they'll forgive it. Yeah. They'll forgive it because they can see, they're looking on who they can see. Yeah. Okay. So then that leads me to the final point of thrust blocking that's super important, which is what also what your friend was talking about when she was talking about giving gifts is that you have to have constant movement Yeah. and it has to be motivated. It yeah. has to be, I'm not just crossing down here to cross. I'm doing it because my character has a reason to talk to this group over here. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say I, I do disagree with Ryan and that's totally fine. Um, artistically a little bit. And then I think black stash would talk directly to the audience. percent. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to not in a space like that. Yeah, like they're yeah. going to be right in your face. Yeah. So, um, it's going to, I don't it's know. The intimidation it's factor. Yeah. It is scary to look yeah. people in the eye, but so, so two thirds rule, diagonals, PowerPoints, and constant motion. Yeah. Um, like even, even for example, let's say you're standing in that downstage corner, you can be facing upstage talking to the person and then you can turn and face out, out to talk to yourself. And that counts as movement just to turn and face out and then turn back in. Yeah. Yeah. That's motivated movement. And that is enough so the audience is like, oh, I saw his face for just a second, yeah. and that was enough for me. I, no, that that's all really helpful. I think the 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 jolt of fear I feel when my mm-hmm. back is to someone has kept me moving. Of mm-hmm. like like it's a hot pan, like don't touch it too long, just keep moving, <laughs> just, yeah. just keep moving. Uh, that's but a tra- that's, yeah, that's helped me focus my movements to where, especially in the monologues where I talk for like two paragraphs. So I've got plenty of movement to go and I've got to talk to one person and maybe this is the time I can acknowledge my crew and so I can mm-hmm. walk towards the crew and that's a reason I can be facing this other way. There you go. And then I get frustrated with them and I turn away. It's like I can now kind of craft craft reasons for me to move to each place to make sure it's motivated instead of just I'm whimsically talking, which he Love is. It. He's doing that villain thing where I'm explaining uh-huh. to you how I'm so great and I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's what he's doing. He, he, he waxes poetic a lot. Yes. Yes. And that's okay. Um, I, I invite that and where Ryan will help, um, is telling you the moments to stop and be still and plant your feet so that the movement is not just wandery. Yes. You know, yes. so it, cause it, it can, be easy to fall into that side of now I'm just wandering around and I don't know yeah. what I'm doing up here. Yeah. So he can help you hopefully shape. Oh, maybe I stop here and I take this in for a minute and then I turn to the person, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. it may be. So thrust, I mean, thrust is scary at first. Um, but once I think you learn it's it, fun though, because mm-hmm. what I love is like when I, when the audience is facing one direction mm-hmm. and I say something, I turn to the side 
like you said, it's more freeing because now they see me everywhere. I get to be this character. Mm-hmm. When I'm exiting and entering the stage, people can mm-hmm. always see you. Mm-hmm. So it's little things. And my my favorite type of humor are the things that are, are the subtle ones that not everyone catches. Like you're mm-hmm. watching a TV show or a movie for the second or third time and you mm-hmm. think, I never caught that thing that they did. And mm-hmm. that's so funny to me now. That little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I love that kind of stuff where now it's just a subtle movement you get to make while you're exiting and only these five people see it. But and maybe they appreciate it, maybe they don't. But it's it's for me, okay? It's for me. I'm here for me. But <laughs> somebody catches it. Yeah. Somebody said that to me once too and it stuck with me. Even when you're quote unquote just ensemble, which as we know and have discussed, is not the case not to just be ensemble. You, you just matter. be crushing the ensemble, you mean? There you go. Somebody is always watching you. Yeah. And that group of 200 people watching the show, you better bet at least one of them is watching you at all times. Like, yeah. somebody's the odds are their, eye, their eyes are traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're painting a picture. Even if sure. you think I'm just guy in the back, somebody's not going to be watching the person in the front. They're going to be bored with the person in the front. <laughs> yeah. So that's really good. I mean, so thrust, thrust blocking. I like that you're embracing it. Um, there are, uh, if you're having trouble with specific things, we can, like, I want you to, like, pay attention to those in the future and okay. then we can bring them in and okay. talk about yeah, it. Yeah. They'll be fun. Okay. So what else? Thrust blocking. What else did you write see, down in your little notes? My, see, my phone recognizes my face. Are you doing a dialect? Uh, yes. So I am British pirate. I, I haven't been cor- corrected on anything yet, so I assume mm-hmm. it's okay. I do feel more confident than I did at the beginning. And the thing is, it's not that I think I'm incapable. I've never tried. Like, right. when, when I'm doing improv, I've never thought, you know, I need to dedicate a few hours to learning a <laughs> British accent in case it comes no. up. No, it's just funny to be bad at it, and there's no motivation to learn. So now I, I have a reason to try. <laughs> and in a show like this, like you said, Miss... It- and, I'm, and I'm a pirate, and I'm mad, and I'm part of the joke is that I'm uneducated at times, so I mm-hmm. mispronounce words or I do things wrong. So mm-hmm. there, it's okay for me to be talking a little weird. And, it works. and also the pirate vibe, and I'm trying to intimidate you. There there are a lot of reasons why my voice changes, uh-huh. um, hopefully not distractingly, but... Um, I, I feel okay about it. I thought I would be super insecure about it because that's how I felt on the improv stage. Yeah. Um, not that I would be really confident in it now, but the fact that I at least haven't been pulled aside and yelled at for ruining the show with uh, my voice. Lindsay, who did you consult? <laughs> that might be coming your, with Monday. <laughs> your British accent. So the YouTube channel did you some good. And even if not, <laughs> who right. cares with this character? Honestly, like yeah, sure. he could be Euro, like I said, Euro trash and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but what have you learned about a British accent? Any rules that, that are, you're sticking by generally? Uh, I think I overheard someone else talking about hitting certain consonants harder. Like, like what? Like a T. Like one of my lines is frigate, but it's frigate. Like mm-hmm. just kind of hitting it that hard. Chew up your words. Like, yes, everything sounds a lot more chewed up. The guy on the video said that a lot of people on, on the YouTube video, uh, that a lot of people go wrong by trying to be like so extra mm-hmm. proper. He's like, it's just, you want to be a little British. <laughs> Made me laugh. Oh my I, gosh. And I imagine like a, a shoulder dig and a hair flip, but just a little British. Just, <laughs> just a little British. She looked really funny when she it was really cute. I do tell my students that when, like when we did Mary Poppins, I was like, you don't want to talk like, like, no, like it's not, that is the biggest, he's right. That is the biggest giveaway that you're talking in a dialect is when you overdo it. Like it, it it's not necessary. Yeah. And 
I it also now may start to feel better to me because I uh, just I've practiced so many times mm. on them. Whatever my accent is, it now sounds normal. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, this is how black sound talks. Is are you feeling any vocal tension at all? Um, I don't think so. Good. But I, I think the first couple times maybe, um, and and days when I was really practicing a lot, and mm-hmm. now I've gotten my when I practice my lines, I just kind of whisper to myself a bit, like Good. I. Just because I'm more so like going over the blocking in my head. Like I stand here and I do this, like just mm-hmm. kind of reciting it all to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been, cause like when I was trying to figure out what, what dish to bring to the table for Ryan to yes, eat, um, yes. I would spend some time in my living room just going through and like, yeah, this feels right. Cause mm-hmm. it's funny. I just think of it like improv, brand new improv each time. Like, mm-hmm. cause, I love it. Cause you, you just make choices. And then the third time I do it, something else comes to my head. I was like, Oh, I like this choice better. This is what it is. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, there's an improv game. Love it so much. Um, where you do a scene and if we're doing something, Oh, Hey, we're going to a popsicle. And someone goes, no, new thing. And you say, Hey Morgan, do you want an ice cream cone? New thing. Hey Morgan, do you want a Twizzler? Like, it's yeah. just like, and the whole idea is to make you mm-hmm. choose something. Most of the time, the exercise is to be more specific. And so instead of an ice cream cone, do you want a bluebell ice cream cone? Do you want a bluebell strawberry ice cream cone oh, with sprinkles wow. on it? It's like, so that should have been the example I gave before. I know. <laughs> like, I love it. To help it's you good. be more specific. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bolder choice. And it's also just kind of funny because it's like, you, I love it's, that. And it's normally something that's uh, mundane. So like it's in a scene where this isn't what it's about, but by us making you make a new thing and a bolder choice, it changes the scene. So the exercise also helps you see a bold choice can take you somewhere. Uh, yeah. It's like we're here in a mundane scene. I made a bold choice and now we're somewhere. And it led us somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I like that a lot. So I kind of played new thing with myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like this motion, if I did it this way, if I did it that way, which one feels more normal, which one do I like? And, and, and are you talking vocally, physically? More, more physically, since I can't just change lines. <laughs> okay, great. So physically, um, let's talk about yeah, physicality. What is how does like black my, stash move? Yeah, yeah, like my threatening mo- moments and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or mm-hmm. um, just trying delivering the line a different way. Like this was more mocking. This one's more threatening, mm-hmm. and kind of trying to figure out what felt mm-hmm. right at the time. Okay. Uh, does he have any, he, uh, they, I'm sorry, do they have any, like, physical quirks or that are different from Lindsay in a way that you're walking or moving? Hmm. This is a good question. Because not intentionally. Um, I, I do have, my posture has been more commanding, like good. broad shoulders. Good. Standing up and kind of a sauntering a bit. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you were to say, like, if we, you were to walk around the room as Blackstash and they were to lead with a certain body part, head, nose, chest. chin, chest, chest, immediately you went yeah. to chest. Yeah. So you want to, yeah, usually go with your gut on that. Why do you say chest? Just because I'm constantly trying to make myself seem more than I am. Status. So broad shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, taller than I am, stronger than I am, mm-hmm. more intimidating than I am. Arrogant. Uh, yeah. Proud. Yeah. Right. So beautiful. So, so they lead with the chest. What does Lindsay lead with? Lindsay? Oh. Lindsay would probably lead with a shimmy. (laughs) (laughs) A shimmy and a wink. Um, I don't know. So you may not know. I don't know the character of Lindsay that much. That's that's for my therapist, not for my podcast. (laughs) Start to pay attention I don't have a therapist. I need one. (laughs) Right? It's me here on the podcast. No, but like pay attention to, it's interesting to pay attention to. Yeah, no, it is. How do they lead and what body part? And so you immediately said chest. So start to use that. 
Yeah. Like somebody's pulling you forward from your chest when yeah. you move. It, it was funny since you talked about Stash versus Lindsay before mm-hmm. we were off book and there, there were times when I was reading my lines and I'd have to look down. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the cast members was saying, I really love it when you're Stash, you become Lindsay to read your line and you go back to Stash. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you drop and it's like. I was who, like, oh, whoop, man, we're both like, we're both like, okay. And I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. She all of a sudden was Lindsay and then she was the scary, the scary other person. Oh, oh. Maybe Stash leads with his, uh, his eyebrows because uh-huh. I uh, there's a lot of eyebrow action. Both it can Very you could lead with a couple of parts. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like the brows. When um, the chest doesn't get me hot, tall enough, the eyebrows go. Up. <laughs> the eyebrows go up. So try and uh, that status, right? Like yeah. I'm taller. I'm the biggest man. I'm the biggest man in the room. That's awesome. I like that. And I I mean, it leads me to my next kind of maybe tip yeah. for thrust. I love and tips for your character. Something I've been using this summer, it was kind of new for me to discover, PAL, okay, P-A-L, planes, angles, levels. Planes, angles, levels, okay. So there are three ways in staging and spacing that you can make yourself different from the person next to you. Oh, yes. Because in a thrust, especially, we don't want to stand in a line. Triangles and diagonals. Ryan keeps calling it a kick Mm -hmm. line. You guys are in a kick line. line. Yep. He's right. (laughs) And thrust especially, you need to think in diagonals always, like in triangles, in triangles and diagonals. And so PAL will help you with that, especially like if you're in a group with your pirates, like let's say, let's say you're all in a clump upstage right. Mm-hmm. PAL, planes. So when I say planes, I mean P-L-A-N-E and not an airplane in the sky. Like planes, like the stage is divided up into uh, diagonal planes of space. And so like if you are on a plane upstage the person next to you, you want them to be on a plane more downstage so that yeah. you're on different spots. So planes, angles. So your body could be angled out stage left and their caught body could be angled straight out. Mm-hmm. And then levels. I'm squatting. They're standing. Kneeling, yeah. yeah. Kneeling, standing. Yeah. So if you can always be at a different pal than the, your pal next to you. I love that. Different pal than your pal. Mm-hmm. It'll make a really dynamic, beautiful stage picture most of the time. Okay, cool. No, that's helpful. I like that. So pal. Um, so lead with your heart, pal, planes, angles, levels. Those are my physical kind of tips for you. Yeah. Because you're heading into, I mean, you open in a couple weeks. Yeah, so. tomorrow is our, a run-through for some crew members and designers. Mm-hmm. So, and... And they were saying no more calling for lines or anything. Oh, wow. And what makes me nervous is um, because people are adults and we're all doing this for fun. Right. Uh, and there are schedules. Some people have had to miss rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So there are a few sure. scenes where I'm monologuing to someone who hasn't been there for a few times. And so I I, I think of the times that you've said, you know, actors focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the time in Mamma Mia, that, that fateful day where I forgot my line because I was trying to focus more on mm-hmm. angling my body. And I was like, but I know this line. How did I forget? Oh, because I wasn't listening to the person. I was mm-hmm. thinking about whether or not my body was angled well. That's right. So I'm so afraid that I'll get distracted by either like a movement he does that I choose to react to. And then as I'm reacting, I think, Oh shoot, <laughs> this is new. Yeah. So I've been trying to really know my, know my lines backwards mm-hmm. and forwards. Um, and that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Is, and I, I get it. it. It's, it's life. So I, I, I harbor no it's hard life feelings. It's like it's live theater. Yeah. I mean, yeah. anything can happen in any moment. Yeah, so true. And, Cause in improv, I can just make something up mm-hmm. when something goes against my expectations. I can't, 
I can't make up the lines. I have to say them. Something in the like right it. Order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like it's it. It's really unfortunate. And they're important because, you know, we call them back later. So if you screw mm-hmm. it up and well, there goes that the joke plot. and the next one. <laughs> yeah. The plot may oh, hinge the, on it. The plot suddenly doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. yeah. So I, w- I was going to leave with that because I, or, uh, next, because when you start in theater or I, I used to find this was funny. The first thing people ask you is, oh my gosh, how do you memorize all those lines? And I would think to myself, that's like the least of my trouble. But with a role like this, like, how are you memorizing all those lines? Like, how are you doing with that? Oh, you'll love this. Okay, I'm so, ready. So you know that I was a big proponent of the running and singing. Mm-hmm. So I I have not been running and singing, but I, I took up a boxing class mm-hmm. this summer. It's another new thing about me. Oh, you did? Yes. You. Oh, gosh, you should come sometime. Please. That would be fun. Boxing. We'll do that. We will do that. Let's You'll get out it. some aggression in the boxing oh, it's ring. it's so fun. I, uh, I, love, ready. I love hitting I stand stuff. for that. I didn't know what about I'm scared. I'm a little afraid I'm a psychopath because <laughs> I, I love it. I'm like, hitting stuff is fun. Nobody gets all of it out. Yeah. It's good. And sometimes the instructors will put these bodysuits on so you can hit them. I, I like hitting people. I don't want them to hit me back, but it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> anyway. I don't want to be hit back either. Anyway, I digress. Okay, so anyway. part of the boxing classes, they give you kind of sequences of punches. So it's mm-hmm. mentally challenging at times because they're like, this, 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 this. It's like seven different things. You're like, oh, what was the order? Oh, gosh. And now I, yeah, I have to move around the back. Lot. What's the order? So while I'm doing these sequences, I've been trying to go through my monologues because I'm like, this is my mind having to do oh. different things with my body, with my limbs. If I can say my lines doing this, she's I boxing. can do anything. Yes, yeah, boxing. Girl can't see her. She's boxing right now. She's air boxing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, but that's true. I was telling my castmates this because it's very funny. Uh, the first time I was doing it, uh, I realized I was making my facial expressions with my monologue. So instead of just like going through them, I was making very expressive you were black sash it. faces. And I just thought, <laughs> you know, I don't know a ton of people at this boxing gym yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that they think I'm New such friends. a weirdo. I'm sure she, they love you. This one, this one talks to herself and she seems to be possessed by a demon. We, we haven't boxes. figured her out. <laughs> Whilst boxing, she, she's fighting internal demons. I would want to come over and be like, what are you, what are you talking about? I would be intrigued by you. <laughs> well, actually, so, funny. so. So that is a really good thing to do for yourself because like you said, it is live theater and you have to be ready for anything. Like someone's phone goes off Mm -hmm. and I can't let that distract Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. You got to know it like you know it, like you know it. And, and I say this a lot in rehearsal and you're to this point where if you don't know your lines, I can't give you any acting notes. Mm -hmm. My note is get off book. (laughs) Seriously, because I'm sure I said that multiple times. Nothing I can give you right now is going to matter until that book is out of your hand. Yeah. You can only go so far as an actor until that's, that's happened. Because you're not acting, you're reading. Yeah. mm -hmm. And with you doing it in a thing like boxing, it's literally just like getting it into muscle memory to where you can play now when your yeah. scene partner is then with you who may not have been, it doesn't matter to you because yeah. you you've prepared for this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you said, I mean, life happens and as actors, you may have a scene partner one day and then the next day something happens. And, and on Broadway, I'm talking about one day it's this person and then they'll get a gig across the country and then the next day it's a totally new scene partner. So you're doing great as far as like just preparing yourself for the punches that may or may not ever be thrown. Punches. (laughs) Punches. You did that on purpose. (laughs) No, I actually didn't, but I'll take it. (laughs) I didn't, but I will take it. So, so good. So you're, so you're trying to do muscle memory to memorize your lines. It sounds like the repetition is happening. Or if I, if I find myself like cleaning or something where Mm -hmm. 
just it, it occurs to me. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to try to go through this mm-hmm. monologue real quick in this weird setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been trying to because I'm at the point now where I I know it's wrong. I don't need someone to be reading along with me and tell me if I mess up. Mm-hmm. Like I can feel it. I'm like, oh, I missed something. I missed that. Well, or, that's good. Or I say a word. I'm like, shoot, nope, that was supposed to come. Like I can, I can, I know whether or not I got it right. I that's can, good. So I can. I can rehearse anywhere. Anywhere my head is. That's a great my place to be. My head follows me everywhere I go. Yeah. That's a great place to be. Um, have you... Um, okay. Have you marked your punctuation? No. I d- but I have been thoughtful about it. Okay, good. I didn't I didn't print, like, copies like I should have. What do you mean? Like, uh, made... Some people have these, like, bound copies of their own scripts so they could mark it up a ton. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that. Because you know I'm a cheapskate. No, you can still mark. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Office Max? You're gonna make me pay for this, <laughs> right? The rent, but the yeah, rental no, you can mark with pencil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've marked some things. I just mm-hmm. haven't been as diligent as as I should have. Well, because here's why you're not in trouble. I um, feel like it. I'm sorry, you're not in trouble. <laughs> but but it might help you because mm-hmm. um, when we talk about have we talked about beat shifts? Beats yeah, and beat yeah, yeah, shifts. Yeah. A lot of times a comma or a period is, a beat shift. is a beat shift. And so if you just can, it's kind of like a breath mark in music. If you can just mm-hmm. circle like little circles, yeah. it'll give you, especially in a thrust, oh, I might turn out here yeah. or I might cross here. I've been, as I've been either in the living room or now at rehearsal mm-hmm. uh, going over stuff, I've tried to give myself different gestures. Good. Because there's one monologue where I'm talking to this guy in the same corner. He does not move from this corner. And there are three like... I'm talking this whole time and I kind of change topics and shift it to a plot point. Mm-hmm. So it's, if I, I can't miss this cause I either miss a joke that's really funny or I miss maybe the reason I'm talking or his line feeds off of something that I would have missed. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to say, okay, I'm talking to him the first time mm-hmm. I point at the trunk. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's my cue. That's what I'm doing. I move this way and I come back to him. And the second time I make a gesture to his face mm-hmm. and that helps me know mm-hmm. that's the point of this monologue. I'm in. And then the last time mm-hmm. I gesture to a different character because mm-hmm. I'm then talking to someone else. So it's like, I've tried to come up with, mm-hmm. for, for me, I'm a very physical person. Mm-hmm. So it just helps me remember. I love it. Um, so that's how I've been kind of cueing to myself or trying to cue to myself for when I am on the stage walking around it, the most to help me know I've done this. I've done that. This is next because the words should do it for you. But because they, um, it doesn't always necessarily flow. It's I'm talking to you. And here's a thought from my head that right. I will rant about <laughs> and bring something up. It's ography. It's not yeah. choreography, but it's ography. And it's, no, that's fine. That's great. That's, that's planned movement is perfect because it gives you anchors to hold on to. Yeah. And another I know th- I need to get to this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing you're talking about is targets. Mm-hmm. So sometimes my target is the guy I'm talking to on stage with, but sometimes like, okay, I'm going to do a little example here. Okay. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I had a matcha bowl. Okay, so... A, it's like a smoothie, a fancy smoothie. For a split second, guys, you didn't see her, but for a split second, she kind of looked away. And what were you looking at in your mind's eye? I was like, what did I eat? Uh-huh. <laughs> she was looking in her mind's eye for what she ate. And so then your target became what? My memory? Uh-huh. The okay. matcha bowl. <laughs> the matcha bowl you okay. had for breakfast this morning, right? Okay, yeah. So sometimes our target is on stage with us, and sometimes we're talking about a person or thing that isn't there. Okay, yeah. And those are great moments to play out to the audience. Okay, yeah. It's like, oh, I remember that time I had that matcha bowl this morning, and I'm <laughs> right now I'm looking out off into the distance. You yeah. can't see me, but yeah, that's yeah. where my target is. And my target is technically out off into the distance, but what am I seeing? My mind's The eye. matcha bowl. <sighs> So, nice so your target 
yeah. can be the person on stage with you. It can be the audience directly, which a lot of times with stash, yeah, it is. Yeah, that is, yeah. Or it can be something in your mind's eye, a person, place, or thing that is not there, but that exists in your mind's eye. So mm-hmm. that sounds like what you're already doing, which is yeah. great. Target work. Okay, cool. Um, and in a thrust, that can help you too, because it's going to help you, like you said, know where to move and when. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a book called, I don't know if you want to do any light reading in all your spare time. <laughs> you like books. <laughs> but there is a book called uh, The Actor and the Target by Declan Donnellan. Cool. It's an actor book and an acting book. Um, and I'm not usually a big fan of acting textbooks because it's really hard to teach acting through a book, but it's a really great idea. He goes into that, um, the target and how active uh, that can help an actor become. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know who I'm talking to or what I'm doing. Okay, well, what's the target? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that sounds great. You're, you're coming up with physical gestures. You're creating your own vocal and physical life. You're getting off book. Trying desperately. Are you sleeping? Yes. Oh, mm. there as much as one can. I've, you'll be proud of me. I've let go of certain, I'm like, well, I should wake up and exercise, but sleep is more important right now. Oh my gosh. You're but giving I, up exercise. At times. I'm still getting enough. I just yeah. want more. Several times a week. I'm I sure. love exercise. It's I fun. know you do. Um, but I, I take sleep seriously because I, I can mm-hmm. tell I'm not myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not my best employee. I'm not my best mm-hmm. l- anything mm-hmm. uh, when I'm not sleeping enough. So there there was only one time where I had to pull an almost all-nighter. Oh, really? It, it was it was work-related. I, I wasn't ready for something that I need to be ready for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this is how Happens I know. to the best of us. Yeah. This is how, well, it was just like other work things had come up and mm-hmm. something that actual day, my boss was saying, I, I need you to do this thing today. Mm-hmm. Urgent. And it was, shoot, I needed to do this thing for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You took today. There's nothing else between tomorrow. <laughs> right. It's time. Um, and and it needed to be done. But uh, this is how I know Kyle is a bad influence on me because <laughs> I come up with this idea. Okay. I'm going to go to rehearsal. Then I'm just going to stay up as late as I need to, to do this thing because I'm committed. It has to be done. I'm committed to these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I call Kyle to say, hey, I need you to gut check me on if I'm being a crazy person mm-hmm. because I'm expecting him to say, Lindsay, this is your job. And while you care a lot about this show, you need to put your job first. Mm-hmm. They pay you. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said, he goes, yeah, that's a good plan. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you were wanting him to talk you out of it. And or didn't. not wanting. just like I was expecting. Yeah. I was, got Because like, I mean, I've got it. Because so, I wasn't planning on going home. I was just going to like stay there as mm-hmm. late as I needed to. And if that ended up being all night, that's fine. So I was like, if I don't come home tonight, don't freak out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. so, so I was like, I have to tell you. And that's where I thought I'd be crazy. At least come work from home. But I was like, oh, but I need like some resources that are actually at the office. Yeah. Like, some like. Uh, uh, stuff. Yeah. Like printers. Work and, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Work. Stuff. Work stuff. Nah, yeah. Yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was just like, yeah, yeah. That's what I do. So you, you did it? You pulled the all-nighter? <laughs> yeah. I, I ended up taking, like, a, t- a two-hour nap in my car. I was like, you can't yes, call that ma'am. sleep since it's two hours. But, no, it was a nap. Uh, but it was just very funny. <laughs> wow. We, we joke all the time. We're, like, we're two, like, very driven people who are, like, like, on the verge of being workaholics all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I, I needed you to reel me back in. And you just... No, but yeah, you yeah. You just don't. You push me. Like, a normal person would just be like, yeah, I'm not going to mm. go to rehearsal. But I can't bail on the same day. I can't call them an hour before and just, I'm not going to be there. I can't do that. No. No. <laughs> That's crazy talk. Not our types. We wouldn't do that. I'm the same way, though. And um, then, then <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I texted a friend of mine at work. It's like three in the morning. Oh, my gosh. I say, I need you to bring me a black blazer, and I need you to not ask questions. <laughs> what? She, she responds, like, when she eventually wakes up and says, 
Okay. <laughs> Did not ask questions. Brought your <laughs> black blazer. Because I needed to not look like I was wearing the same clothes. Oh, <laughs> so like I just put the blazer friend. on. Yeah, I put the blazer on with the same. And so I just looked. Shout different. out to that friend. Shout out to that friend who will remain nameless. Got him. But it was it was quite funny. <laughs> but the things <laughs> those we are do the for kind of friends art. you need. Did not ask uh-huh. questions. Just do whatever you ask. Do it. Three in the morning. <laughs> that let you suffer for your art. And also because I feel like we talked about my hygiene already, I keep a toothbrush and toothpaste in my work backpack. Amazing. Because I used to have the Invisalign retainers. You always had to brush your teeth and mm-hmm. stuff. So I had that. So I was like, I, I was clean. Okay. Like I didn't, you couldn't tell I had been at the office. Like, no, no one Not can tell. Time. It's fine. But, so you're wearing, you but, know, the exact same outfit with, with a blazer. No one can tell. No one knows. That's why. So also fun fact about Lindsay, I wear, I have a lot of black. Mm. And this is strategic. Why? Because if you wear a lot of black, if you have seven shirts and you wear the same seven shirts all the time, people start noticing Morgan's wearing the flowered Hawaiian polo today. True. She's worn it a lot. Morgan's wearing that bright red power blazer today. She sure is wearing that a lot. When you wear black, people just think, oh, another black shirt no on Lindsay. Knows. Typical Tuesday. So you can have seven shirts and it <laughs> appears that you own more. That you own a whole wardrobe of black yes. outfits. When it's a fact, life hack for you. Yes. I like that. I'm Work clothes are expensive. Uh, girl, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. Well, okay. So your your work-life balance is... We're working on that, it. That was, that was rough, but we're in a better place now. <laughs> I mean, let's... Yeah, let's ask the big picture question. Are you... Are you... A year... A year ago, Lindsay had not embarked on any of this, but was probably getting more sleep. <laughs> Uh, and maybe more workouts and maybe more quality time with her husband. I am equally happy. That's that. Okay. That was yeah. the question. Because, because Kyle has things he loves to do in his life also. He's mm-hmm. not just sitting at yeah. home, like texting me all the time. As you should, as an adult what are, person. Are you going to break it? Are you going to break it? What are you doing? What are you talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> are you coming home? Are you going to come home? No. Watch Bachelor yeah, with he, me? He has things that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kyle's watching The Bachelor. For By sure. himself. <laughs> um, but anyway, but, so yeah, it's important yeah. to have yeah. that. Yeah. And it is, it's so life giving, you, you know, just like any passion that you have, mm-hmm. it, it makes you a better version of yourself and I'm more fun to be around when I'm the best me. So, well, and I just, yeah, I mean, I think it's opened up maybe some doors for you as any new adventure would for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I love your going back to like a year ago thinking, because that's, that's what I was telling myself on that mm-hmm. all nighter. Uh, or almost all nighter. Also, I haven't done that since college, and oh. age takes a toll on you. Mm, I used to it. be able. I used to plan studying for mm-hmm. the night before because you didn't have time. And Mm-mm. playing basketball, we'd be traveling out doing things. I would think I have a Latin test at ten a.m. Uh, so if I start studying about, uh, let's see, three a.m., mm-hmm. that'll be enough time. <laughs> yeah, it'll give me four hours. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. That's, that'll work. And then I've got that other exam that afternoon, so I'll start that about. Uh, Let's see, one. So if yeah. I can sleep from eight to mm-hmm. one, then I'll be fine. I remember the days. <laughs> I remember that was just the normal days. Things. Children going out to college, don't take our advice. Please try to be normal you humans. You can't do it. It's not sustainable. <laughs> it's impossible. Get to be a grown-up, it's like, what was I thinking? How? No, you can't do it. I just like don't have the resiliency and the stamina. Uh-uh. Uh, like, for the next three days, I would every now and then have a little headache. I can tell I'm, I'm kind of mm-hmm. dehydrated. I haven't slept enough. This mm-hmm. is because my body is not reacting well the way it used to. Yeah, I've been dealing with that a little bit, honestly, this summer, directing a lot of shows and just having a little bit of anxiety at night, not being able to stay asleep, my brain just, like, going. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... The struggle is real for sleep and people in yeah. in the arts yeah. <laughs> because it can it can drive you yeah. Oh, oh, I think the point I was making is mm. uh, the we talked about on Mamma Mia. If, if I had known how 
much rehearsal with the technique, <laughs> like, I just, and that I'd be starting a new role at work, like all of these things. Uh-huh. That I would have thought, I, I just can't do that. Like, uh-huh. I need to put my career first. I can't do that. But it, it worked out just fine. It happened. <laughs> and so yeah. as I'm sitting there trying to stay awake at this computer, I'm just thinking, you know, this is not bad. You'll be glad you did this. Uh-huh. This is miserable right now. Uh-huh. But you'll be so glad you did this. But you will. You really will. <laughs> you won't regret putting uh, putting your best into this show. So It's uh, worth it. Good. I like yeah. hearing that. Because cause it, it does add something, I think, to anybody who, who tries to jump on a stage for any reason, length, or time. Um, yeah. My experience is they come out the better person for it. Yeah, for Whether sure. Whether they choose to, like pursue it as a hobby or a career, whether they stay with it or not, like, um, theater's magic. Yeah. And, and what's fun is I think our, (laughs) I was about to make a generic statement as if I've done this a lot of times. (laughs) I, I perceive that one learns things from the characters they play. Sure. Because you analyze this person so much, you start to see a piece of yourself in them, Mm -hmm. or maybe you understand them in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I remember you had told me, Mm. never judge your character. Yeah. Don't judge them. They're like... Figure them out. Too. Yeah, understand them and mm-hmm. try not to judge them. Uh, so I, I think of that from things I learned from playing Allie, things I will learn from playing Black Stash, and mm-hmm. it's like meeting another person and learning their story. Because this is mm-hmm. a fictional person someone created maybe from their experiences or things they observed. It's all, <clears throat> what is it that actors say? <laughs> Commenting <laughs> on the human condition. It's true, <laughs> though. And it's fodder yes. for, for discussion and behavior is exactly yeah. the human dis- yeah. human condition. Do you think they could hear the hair flip? And the they, she did voice? a hair. She did a hair flip and like a chin. Like she like nodded her head up. I like think it ch- came through in the I voice. think it did. I think it did. I, that's why I didn't even comment on it. Because I was like, surely they, they saw she flipped they her know. hair there. They heard it. She's in with the lingo, guys. She's an expert. That's right. Uh, I don't even know why I'm here at this point. I'm just kind of like <laughs> letting that. you. Stop that. Letting you. you live your dreams here on the air in front of everyone. I think at this point, we've probably gone enough to where we've divided this into two episodes. So <laughs> we've been sitting here on the floor of my closet for a little while for now. A while, quite a while. I've got two more bullets, but we could save them for a, f- a No, please. Let's together. keep going. Why not? Um, so I'll start with the shorter one. Okay. Uh, we took cast photos. <gasps> Which I'm sure they did for Mamma Mia, but I I was not there for it. Except that we we need to remind our audience of the Dynamo poster photo oh, you did take oh, in someone gosh. else's costume. I'll never forget that wedgie. <laughs> Please go back to that episode. Ugh. I can't tell you which episode it was. I don't remember either. I wore this wore spandex suit that was someone else at least three sizes too small. And if <laughs> and let's just say I have a large torso. Ah! So, so the onesie, the only way to get it over my shoulders was to cut some slack. You know, it took a shortcut instead of going around Mm. the bum. It went straight up the middle. We see that visual in our mind's eye. We see it. It was rough. So this was not that. No, this was was different. But we, but we were in costumes, and it was really funny because I think. I never really contemplated modeling and how hard it might make. Mm. It will surprise everyone, but I, I actually have never modeled. Um, what? I, I thank, you, thank you for that. Um, but I think somewhere in my subconscious, I had made this assumption. You know, if I looked as beautiful as this person, I would have really gorgeous photos also. Sure. I would look like I am pleasant in this weird contortion of my body. Mm. I will look like I am happy to be here. I yeah. W- I will people would want to buy the things that I am mm-hmm. selling. Not not always so easy. So is modeling it? is hard. Mm-hmm. And Ryan 
uh, he was, he kept saying, you guys emote, tense your body and emote. I don't want you to just be standing here posing for a photo lamely, like mm. emote. And it was great advice because it makes you think, okay, have a stance and really tense your body. Yes. But when you take a lot of photos, it's, it's tiring. It's exhausting. I was, I was very tired mm-hmm. and I thought I've just been taking photos. And they're like, tilt yeah. your chin, turn it to the left, yeah. stand yeah. with your right foot at this angle. And you're like, yeah. What? Or, or like play your character while you're standing uh-huh. there, pl- emote your character and, and it was great advice. The photos look awesome. Of Do like, they? yeah. Oh, I want to see they, them. In the Insta- on the Instagram post, they have one of uh, Boy Peter and, and the two of our friends. I think I saw and, that. Yeah, it looks wicked awesome. Um, is, is this Harry Potter? I say wicked. <laughs> oh, oh, how did I forget this? So speaking of accents, you met Avery, my friend. Uh-huh. Uh, on one of the first days, I said, hey, you have a wonderful accent. Do you have any tips? Like, I, I don't know. Like, how did you learn? Who does it? she play? Uh, she plays Molly. Got it. So I said, how, how did she, <laughs> she goes, well, do you remember uh, the trailer for Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Like that <laughs> one scene where Hermione says, I'm going to bed before we get killed. Or worse, expelled. <laughs> That's how she learned. She just she watched said, that. She was like, I just imitated that a lot as a child. <laughs> and then she all of a sudden could speak in a British accent. So, well, she then gave, went on to give me helpful advice about, you know, like vowels, just focusing on vowels. And that's mm-hmm. real. And, She's and then, right. Yeah. But... I just died when she led with that. And then we proceeded to quote that and also the parent trap line. Uh I have class and And you don't. (laughs) Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Disney. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. That's right. Thank you, Lindsay Lohan. Thank you, Disney and the Harry Potter franchise. Thank you. Well, thank you, JK Rowling for my life. I mean, seriously. (laughs) You're you're everything. For all the things British (laughs) and otherwise. And also thanks for listening. It's really kind of you to me. Yes, JK. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, I believe it's true. So yeah. you loved the promo photos, but they were not as easy yeah, yeah. as it, you thought. It, it was just a funny thing of, I uh, I didn't expect this day to be like physically exhausting. It's exhausting and emotionally yeah. and mentally. Um, I, if possible, could we please have at least one promo photo of you for our Instagram? Oh, Thanks. for sure. I, I don't have them yet. You'll but get them. We will find them. We'll cool. find them. I'm cool. sure they're on a Dropbox or Google Drive somewhere. We'll find them, Ryan. Uh, okay, so photos, so, love it, So love speaking it. of physically exhausting, Uh-oh. that segues into my ne- next and final bullet point. Okay. Um, I think comparing Mamma Mia to this show, okay. I saw, oh, less music, less dancing numbers. Dancing is what we spent the most time doing. That's where I spent the most time sweating. Mm-hmm. Just simple logic makes me believe this show will be less physically demanding. Ah. Uh, then I was introduced to something called fight choreography. Ah. Insert a three hour rehearsal where everyone is, you know, they're blocked to be watching the fight and I'm sweating. I'm sweating so much. There's not deodorant strong enough God. to help me in this moment. <laughs> I'm sweating so much. There are a lot of headlocks. I bring deodorant. Oh, I make it like a big show God. of putting on the deodorant so everyone can see and be aware that I know then I know it's a problem. My <laughs> choreography is exhausting. I'm sure is. you're sweating your butt off. It's so fun, though. And it's a lot of it uh, yes. for that character. And so another thing you need to know about me, we may or may not have talked about this because I feel like I bring it up in a lot of social settings where it doesn't make sense because I want to talk about it. Okay. I've always wanted to be in a fight. Okay. But first, let me clarify, a morally justified fight. I'm okay. not just going to go beat up a kid and take his cotton candy. No, that'd be mean. No, I, I'm not a mean person. I want to be... In a, in a gas station, a quick mm-hmm. trip, if you will. Sure. Unpaid endorsement. I'm with you. And I want someone to be maybe getting mugged. Sure. And I want to be the hero. Hey, stop right there, buddy. Yeah. Or like everyone's getting down and I think, no, this, my whole life has been culminating to this moment here yes. where I save the day. Not on my watch. So I, I 
probably form tackle this guy. Oh, yeah. Get him in a headlock, probably a knee to the groin. Sure. I, I have a lot of fantasies in which I defeat someone and, and everyone's cheering for me afterwards. Mm-hmm. Superhero yes. complex. Maybe. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so this, this is something I've always wanted, to be, okay. to be in a fight. Because I think also, deep down, I think I'd be really good at fighting. Yeah. I think I would win. You're and scrappy. I, you know I'm comp- yes, and you know I'm competitive, mm-hmm. and I want to win. <laughs> I would actually bet on you in a fight. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. That makes me really happy. Uh-huh. That, you would win. That makes me feel better than I, it should. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Morgan thinks I'm a good fighter. <laughs> I think you're scrappy. I mean, I would I would put you on my team. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, what team of fighters are you? What are you doing my at that elite, theater? My elite <laughs> With your team. Students. Your students are training? Of secret ninja fighters. <laughs> yes. Ready to take over the world. Sounds like a great TV series coming out of CW this Thank fall. you. Uh, anyway, so I've really enjoyed the fight sequence just because it's really fun. But it's not as easy as you would think. It's no, just like dancing, no. isn't it? It's called yeah. choreography, and it yeah. is. It, it's just, you're jumping, you're lunging. And also, when you're learning it, you're doing it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And so, and so is it armed or unarmed? Armed with uh-huh. with silly weapons. Okay, yeah. so armed meaning with a weapon, ar- something I am holding. Yeah, yeah. And and other times, maybe I have something I lose it, like the headlocks, or I'm grabbing, or just or uh-huh. kind of parrying. I've learned that fencing term. Uh huh. Parrying, yeah. moving the sword away. <laughs> have you learned your numbers? No. Okay, so maybe numbers. you'll get maybe you'll get there. Uh, with swords, there are certain positions that you go to oh, parries that are that are given numbers. Oh, so like okay. one, two, and like when to so them when you're fighting, you're doing a one and they're doing a three, but they look like he's lunging for you, but you're both doing. Oh, cool. Corresponding numbers. Okay. They're just doing the numbers they were given, but it looks like when the certain numbers are paired together, like, yeah, a yeah. Combat is happening. Neat. Okay. No, we, so, we haven't done that. And it's the fight scene is kind of silly in that we're delivering lines mm-hmm. that kind of match our movement. Yeah. And there's kind of, pause for them to laugh and and again i'm a character no one takes seriously uh-huh. so, so i i'm making a big show of things or grunting or like yeah. random noises yeah the the fight choreographer gave me the example of he's something of maybe like comedic movies with karate where there's just some mm-hmm. guy doing so Hi-ya! much so much extra stuff before he attacks he's like that's you, you that's go up what in a I crane pose <laughs> yeah and like do a kick yeah i see yeah. that i see that yeah. um i honestly think uh Here's a homework for you. Okay. Okay. Um, start paying attention to your, I want to, I want to break down your fights. Yes. And I would like, I would like to spend some time in another episode, yeah. like talking about the stage combat in more detail. Cause we really could go into that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. That's a yeah. whole, I mean, are you fighting more than anybody else in the show? Would you say? I think, I think I'm in. Think How many I, fights? One, two, I can't remember if there's three or two and three or just one really long scene. I'm like thinking of my groups of movements. Got it. So I, I'm thinking of three fights right now, but, At least, yeah. but they, the second and third, maybe one scene, but maybe there's some talking in between. So that's why I'm, so that's two separate fights. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, that's great. It's I so can't fun. wait. Stage combat's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then there's, I guess there's a fourth just cause we've choreographed a like disgruntled encounter, but we're not like throwing punches or anything. It's more meant to be funny. Stagey. Yeah. Yeah. But it's choreo. just another thing to remember to do. <laughs> cool. I also maybe in another episode want to delve into the music aspect of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know you guys are going to be um, doing a lot of work on that coming up before you go into tech mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, some of your songs, it sounds like are original compositions maybe, which can be really cool. Yeah. Um, 
Yay! I'm just excited for I'm you. Taking those notes down. Fight oh, choreography please, and please music. Do. All to come. Fight choreo and music all to come. And I gave you some homework of about your fight choreo. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think we talked for a while. What do you think? We did. We, we talked talk, for a long time. We talked for a long time. Part and I, one and part two. Part one and part two. So, um, as always, you guys know where to find us. We're going to start kicking up the Instagram again since yeah. we're dropping season two. Dropping season so two. So please follow us at Stage Right Pod on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Morgan Southerd. Lindsay doesn't have one at the moment, but she's at Stage Right Pod. That's right, she is. And then we also have our email at Stage Right Pod at gmail.com if you have questions or ideas for us. That's right. Ryan, um, Ryan's been giving me a hard time for not having social media. Ryan, the director, mm. he said, "Now that you're performing, you need at least a fan page so you can promote your work." So now I've committed to trying to get forty <gasps> tickets sold. I was like, "I'll promote it to my coworkers the organic way." Without social media, she's going to yes. prove that it can it's be. It's been done. a real test of peer pressure. I've learned I'm quite good at it. So. Well, if, if if need be, if you ever want to, you can always use the Stage Right pod to selflessly, shamelessly promote. We will do that. So I would be happy to post on your behalf. Thank you, Morgan. No problem. We are so excited to be back. I'm more importantly excited for Lindsay to take on a new journey in her growth as an actor. Growing up right before your eyes. That like my little, my little baby birdies just out of the nest, fly, flapping around out there in this 100-degree Texas heat. It's very warm. Yeah. It's warm. And it's warm in this closet. It is. I'm, I'm quite sweaty. We're toasty. My bangs are matted to my forehead. <laughs> so with that... look like a mop. A wet she's, one. It's the truth. She's a mop over there. But her, no, you look beautiful. Oh, I love you. your hair. Thanks. But with that, we're going to leave you with... What? And, What's that thing what we it? always say? We we want you to go out there oh, and feel big. big! <laughs>